This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Music? Yeah, but I think this song came out when you had your very first cat in your store, Meeps. Meeps? I sent you a picture of Meeps. Right. With I the- have an 8 by 10 picture of, um, of my first cat in my first store up in my office. And how many progeny from Meeps? Meeps worked in the store with me and made 138 kittens. Wow. And we gave them away to kittens and... Every customer we gave the kittens to bought the cat food in our store. Oh, very That's a lot of cat food. <laughs> doggone right. That's and I know I know what it's like. We have 18 rescue cats in our apartment and they stand there it's like they're queued up when it's time they they know the timing of when they're going to get fed and then we give them treats too. They have all these treats they never had before, remember? Um, absolutely. Now, with us well we were talking to Ernie and Astis and we got into a discussion about how we are sick and tired of all these cats and dogs being euthanized. Yes. And and Ernie has a friend, uh, that uh, an acquaintance, uh, and her name is Kathy Kangas, and she's associated with the ASPCA in Connecticut. And he suggested we talk to her. And on the line with us is Kathy Kangas. Well, Kathy, uh, Happy New Year and Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I'm actually on the board of the Humane Society of the United States, and my passion is ending euthanasia. Oh, my God. That's the person we want to talk to. (laughs) Thank you. Well, listen, it's horrible because every year in America alone, over 3 million healthy dogs are put, uh, you know, put to sleep, are euthanized along with cats and it really is uh, almost a pandemic because during COVID, everyone I mean, was the three million dogs. Three million dogs a year. Yes. How many cats? Uh, it's in the millions. Uh, we think it's between two to two point five million. That's cats. genocide. I mean, yes. you know, I mean, it is. That is six million dogs and cats. Then. Yes. Oh, my God. I really think it's a disgrace in America because there's no need for it. Um, I think there's an ignorance about dogs and cats coming out of shelter. People almost have a view that, you know, well, they're tainted or they're not right or they're troubled. And, in fact, you know, in any shelter on any day, it could be a purebred. It could be a mixed breed. It could be a young dog, a puppy a senior dog, and even more sad is that so many of them are elderly. They need that home. They're being dumped in shelters, sadly, post-COVID, faster than ever. We really, I mean, every shelter right now, unfortunately, is full. Now, Kathy Kangas, uh, uh, you're up there in Connecticut. Just to give you an idea of what's happening here in our city, uh, first, you had John, who ran for mayor, and he was the first ever to introduce of any candidate in America no-kill shelter idea for New York City. Right. And then when I had my shot recently against Eric Adams, the same thing. I believe in no-kill shelters. It's an idea 
but everybody comes up with an excuse why it can't be done. How would you envision it taking place? Because you know the large number of, uh, especially dogs and cats, that sometimes are uh, uh, surrendered to the shelters by people for a variety of reasons. Either they're sick or ill, they can't maintain the pets, they can't feed them, they don't have the money, and they think if I give it to a shelter, they'll find them a home of their own, which is not always the case. You're absolutely right. Unfortunately, there's so many prongs, if you like, to this problem. Number one, just overbreeding. Number two, puppy mills. Number three, the shelters. Absolutely. I mean, it would be, that would be ideal, and that's what it should be, that there are no-kill shelters, and that we need to start viewing shelters a little bit like it's a foster home. They come in. You know, they're there for a couple of days in an ideal world or a couple of weeks, and then they find that ideal home. It's because right now there are so many that we see dogs even coming into a shelter, and three hours later they're being euthanized. There's also such, you know, another prong to the problem, and that is that people just in these times can't afford the vet bills, you know, can't afford... You know, you go into a, a, a vet hospital for something, and it's $1,000. So there's so many different problems. Plus, you've also got the issue that there has been a little bit of a, a trend, and I, it's an awful one, but everybody wants to get, you know, the Labradoodle or the Diddle-Doodle or all these different breeds that they feel, oh, it's more hypoallergenic, it's a better breed. And, in fact, no dog is hypoallergenic, but it's just causing more and more of these dogs in shelters to be euthanized. There just are not enough homes right now to take all these animals in. And is there a solution? I mean, I mean, me and Curtis were joking around yesterday we should get a big island and put all the cats on and get another and call it Cats Island. And then Steve Boxer, my friend, called in and says there is a Cats Island in in the Bahamas, and get another island, call it Dog's Island. And well, if you do that, I'm with you. Uh, that's actually my dream right now. I am looking to start a huge sanctuary here in Connecticut where we could take in dogs, cats that are unadoptable, that nobody's ever going to pull out of the shelters, and have it as a true sanctuary. We're not going to expect that they find a home but we'd like them to come there and have their forever home. So it, it's something I'm just starting to work on right now, but you're absolutely right. It's, it's terrible, and it's also a little bit its disheartening and heartbreaking for a lot of people working in the shelters because people are walking in with a senior dog, as an example, and saying, I want to get rid of my dog. He or she is old because I want to get a new puppy. So it really is. That is so, I mean, that is so heartless. It, it's you know, heartless. let me tell you something. My, my son's dog, Nikki, yes. died at, uh, uh, you know, they, they said they'd have to put her to sleep because he wasn't well. And we sat on the floor and cried for an hour and a half with him. Oh, I know. I, I mean, to me, I love my dogs. I tease. I love my dogs more than my husband. I think you know my husband, John, Ed Kangas. Ed Kangas, uh, the chairman of Deloitte & Touche. Uh, yes. And he fired Louis Chervant. <laughs> That's right. 
Well, he he mentioned he knew you, but we he's, love our dog. He's dogs. a very smart and, man, and uh, his um, and then he was followed by uh, uh, our friend in uh, Staten Island. Yes, exactly. Uh, Alberta Cow. Alberta Cow, and his I birthday know. is on December second, the same as my wife's. Oh, isn't that funny? And he was treasurer of my campaign when I ran for mayor in 2013. Well, do you know, he now is, I mean, he's got dog stickers on his car. He has a big sign. You know, I love dogs. It's humans that annoy me because he's got so passionate about this cause now, seeing it through my eyes and all the suffering that is going on. And it's so senseless. Uh, You know, it's so many things for our beautiful you know, dogs and cats are our best friends. They're family members. And, you know, for those of us that love them, we all understand that. But it really is a horrific thing right now. The kill rates have gone through the roof. People are dumping their dogs, um, you know, and just dropping them off and leaving them there. And that poor dog feels so bewildered. But there's no need for it. You know, we have to be able to shut down puppy mills. Um, We have to stop, you know, the American Kennel Club. Every time a dog comes out of a puppy mill, they give it an AKC certificate. So they make money from that. That is not right. Those dogs are not, you know, should not be warranted that. And we have to end this stream of breeding that is happening in the United States. Now, Kathy, um, when I go to the shelters in New York City with my wife, Nancy, uh, when we look at the dogs, the predominant number of dogs now that are um, sacrificed over to the shelters are what we think of as attack dogs, security dogs, pit bulls, rottweilers, bull mastiffs. They're fierce-looking dogs, and they can be fierce, Right. And so a lot of people potentially coming in looking to get a dog, they say, wow, there are all these pit bulls, all these bull mastiffs, all these Rottweilers. It's like, I I don't want to bring a dog like that home. Uh, You know, I've got uh, elderly parents or I've got children or grandchildren. It's like, how do we deal with that? Well, that is a different, uh, what I mentioned, the different prongs of this problem. That is one of them. And very sadly, Another revolting and horrific and cruel crime that's off, you know, that's being committed, dogfighting. And it's most likely all the time connected to bigger, you know, bigger and worse crimes. Um, but they are breeding pit bulls, well, by the thousand to put in these dogfighting rings. And it's a very tough thing. The Humane Society of the United States do have a program where we train law enforcement and help them and know how to go in and break up these horrible rings where dogs are tied on chains, left outside, starved, run Kathy, we're almost out of time, but we want to continue this conversation because this conversation has to be continued. Dr. Peter Michalos just texted me uh, that there's a Cat Island in japan i'm gonna look into that oh yeah that's right he's absolutely right uh, our uh, director of operations guardian angels keiji oda who you've met there took pictures of him a lot of cats self, and cat, they're all cats he's right dr michelos wow 
I told you, he's our in-house genius. Well, <laughs> Kathy, give uh, Ed uh, my regards, and uh, let's figure out how we save six million cats and dogs a year. That's going to be our project uh, for 2023. And uh, thank you, and Happy New Year. Oh, thank you so very much for having me on. It's a delight, and you're right. 2023, that's what we're taking on. Well, let me tell you something, uh, John. When we come back, you're not going to get away with this. I'm going to be reading your your horoscope from the New York Post and my own. All right. You'll okay. see how important it is to start your day with I'll the decide, New York Post horoscope. I will decide what goes on with the company year-end based on that New York yes, Post. Yes, absolutely.